0: What's up, podcast listeners? On this episode, we speak with Melissa Killeley, a mompreneur who talks to us about values, shutting down the external voices, and walking in our truth. Hope you enjoy. All right, so where are you from, Melissa?
1: Uh, originally in Buffalo, New York, and right now I'm in the Finger Lakes. I'm in Seneca Falls, which is the birthplace of women's rights. I love to point that out only because um, I'm active in, in you know, work that goes on here in terms of empowering women and that sort of thing. So we have the Women's March actually, on um, January 19th, which is a really exciting event in our town. Brings a lot of people together over you know, just, just empowering women and, and unity over equal rights and all that good stuff.
0: All right, so tell me a little bit about who you are. You sent me a, um, like a brief bio.
1: Yes, and
0: I can read it if you'd like. <laughs> <We> can, <laughs> I, thought I thought it was great. I thought it was phenomenal, but I just want to like, I want to know who you are and how we kind of connected and where, like, you know, where where you're coming from and what this is, you know, what your mission is, and you know, just a little bit about your journey up to now.
1: Yeah, so uh, who I am is—I uh, call myself a mompreneur. So, you know, always balancing the, the busyness of being mom first and then building a business from home. Um, although I'm hardly ever home, (laughs) really, it's all about just getting out in the world and, and building relationships with people and creating community. Um, but my, my past has really just, it's been a journey of like twists and turns, right? It's like, you know any anybody who is an entrepreneur knows like there's never a direct line from A to B right It's like this crazy jagged path all over the place and I spent ten years in finance you know i um i left I left grad school um you know having this idea of like going out and changing the world through public administration uh, and you know and took a quick turn into public finance um, but ultimately what where I am now is in a place where. All of that has come together, right? And what I see is like, I value education, I value um, being able to lead and inspire others to be the best version of themselves. You know? And here's where all of us can stop complaining about Facebook algorithms, because yes, they're frustrating, they change all the time and things can get crazy. But the way you and I connected is, you know, Facebook simply knew that that, that that message would speak to me. Mm. Right. That being, being the lead in your life would speak to me because I'm constantly talking about how we are the author of our story and Mm. we, we have to, we have to pick up the pen and write, right. Or else we're going to be a character in somebody else's book. Um, And I, and I truly believe like Brene Brown's quote is one of my favorites, you know, that owning our stories is, you know, perhaps the bravest thing we'll ever do. So. I'm I'm excited to be here just because I feel like that's a lot of what you help people do through the process of being part of this i2 series is helping people truly own their story and pull it all together in a meaningful way to share it with the world.
0: Well so. thank you and yeah I'm super grateful that we connected because you know this is this is a passion project and what I'm seeing is that you know I'm a filmmaker first. With, I don't know if you know that or not, but like I yes. have, I have some feature docs under my belt, and I've been doing film professionally for over ten years, and it's what I do. It's, I love it. You know, I'm a storyteller, a visual storyteller, and the I choose campaign. You know, it was just something. It was personal at first, and um, I just needed that reminder that like, it doesn't matter what's going on in my life. Like, I'm always one choice away from bettering my own circumstances, and that yeah. choice comes from me. And so, you know, once, once I started kind of grappling with that, I really wanted to, to engage and jump in and, and share other people's stories. And I feel like the medium of film and the art of visual storytelling is kind of changing a little bit, which is why we chose to do I Choose Hope as a short documentary film and, and just put it out for free on social networks and, and allow everyone to engage with it. I had no idea I was going to be doing the Facebook Lives every week until people who were touched by the film started asking me if I could tell their story. And the emails that I got, I was like, man, I, I can't bring a whole crew up to every person's story right now. You know, I mean, it just, I'm not there yet. And so the Facebook lives I think are a phenomenal way just to open up the doors and engage and talk to people and through conversations, not only can we learn about others, but I really think we get to learn about ourselves and who we are and who mm-hmm. we're created to be and challenging each other and talking and engaging. I mean, this is like, this is how we open up the doors in our minds to actually think. Yes. You know, yes. we're not thinking unless we are engaging. That's that's right. my opinion, you know? right? If we're just right. sitting there and, and we're playing other people's thoughts in our minds or things we heard or things we saw on TV, those are put there, you know? Mm-hmm. But when we sit down with another human being and we have open dialogue and conversations about things that matter, then not only do our hearts change, but there's there's something that builds between those two people and that community and it spreads. And that's right. what I'm starting to see effects. now. That's what I'm starting to see now with this. And I am so like humbled and just moved by by what it is that um, that this I Choose series is becoming. And it's because people are, are tuning in and, and, and digging
1: it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And I, you know, I had to sit and reflect on it because I was like, you know, what are some of the choices that I've made in my own life that have been that one choice, like away from that next version of myself, right? And there have been so many. Um, But even, even hopping on here tonight, you know, I choose courage, right? Because how easy would it be to just say like, you know, I don't want to put myself out there or I don't want to be vulnerable. We haven't prepped for this or we didn't, you know, talk. We didn't get to know each other. We're literally getting to know each other like in this very moment. But here's the thing. This is the way I love to think about platforms like Facebook. This is like your, your iTunes page is like your business. You're standing out in front of your storefront. I picture like, you know, 1920s New York City. Like you're standing mm-hmm. out in front of your storefront. You're shaking hands and you're talking to people. And I just happen to like, you know, have a business across the street, and I came over and we're shaking hands and now we're talking to people, right, except for now we get to do this on whatever level we want. We can do this globally, we can do this, you know, you know, all different kinds of ways with people who are all around the world, um, but still have that personal feel of standing outside your shop shaking hands and talking to your neighbor. Do you know what I mean? It creates something deeply personal on a platform that people are constantly complaining about becoming impersonal. You know, we talk about using technology to detach from the world, but let's turn that around. Let's use technology to reconnect with one another, to actually create meaningful space. I see um, Loretta, the the woman that I was talking to before, she's got a couple different pages that I really love. Um, She's all about sparking joy for people, Mm. you know, and helping them see that light within themselves.
0: So if we could do more
1: of this, you know, this is where it's at. This is where we actually can connect with each other as human beings. Not, you know, like, what's the summary? I I love the fact that you didn't read my bio because it's not about, like, the summary of what the years have been. It's about what's in my heart and who do I show up as, right? Like, what's the feeling that guides me in this life? Yeah.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I think that – I think what's really – what's really interesting also about this, another aspect of it is who knows what Facebook Live is going to be like two or three years down the road, right? When we go to iPhone, you know, 12 and 13, and you know, five- And we've got our VR headsets. Exactly. And what I love about this is that this is almost like, because I'm in documentary films, and I've done documentaries for like, you know, my whole life as my professional career, this is almost in some way like a documentary because mm-hmm. it's this slow build of like what things are and where things could go, you know? And I'm, I'm fascinated by that because I don't know what it's gonna be. But I have to say that, again, being able to think for ourselves I think is key because part of the reason that I wanted this whole I choose thing to stand out and, and part of the reason why we, we say take the, um, the tagline is take the lead in your life story or you are the lead in your life story is because I'm a New York guy, New York City Mm -hmm. guy. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I've said this before, but you can can walk through Times Square and there are a thousand advertisements telling you what to wear, what to look like, what's cool, what's pretty, what's not. And the reality is, is that no one's asking you who you are.
1: Mm -hmm. No one's asking Mm -hmm. you who
0: you are anymore. And we're all just, you know, we, if we look at social media and and we look at it in in that negative light that you were saying with the algorithms and this and that, I feel like um, I feel like we need to kind of like rise above all of that and and really kind of come to grips with like who am I, who am I created to be, what is my purpose, what is the meaning of my life, and yes. if we start asking these questions, um, it's going to be difficult because, like you said, it's it's finding yourself and you have to face you have to face that you know, that person in the mirror. You've got to own it all. You've got to own it all. But speak about that, because I know that, you know, for you, from what I'm reading here, not only are you a full-time mom, but a social marketing professional, life and business coach. What do you see when talking to people about, like, some of their biggest struggles right now?
1: Well, I think the things I see, I see mostly because they're things I've I've gone through myself, right? And so I, I really speak from my own experience, which is, you know, so often there's this culture of positive thinking and positivity where we forget that the darkness is where we often find our greatest light, right? Like the Mm word, we have the greatest opportunity to, to grow and to change and to shift and expand. And so like, I look back on my life, for example, and, um, I was born in Riverside in Buffalo, New York, as I mentioned before, but you know, we were pretty asset limited when I was, when I was small. And, um, And I tell stories all the time about like how my great grandparents had the farm animals in the basement, like the chicken and the rabbit and like stuff like that. In the basement. In the basement. Yeah. We didn't have a farm. (laughs) We were in the city.
0: That's awesome.
1: Actually, my cousin Kyle, who's in Manhattan, who's amazing, is watching right now. Uh, And his family still lives in that home. That's five generations have lived in that house, which is fantastic. Um, Rent
0: controlled, I hope.
1: Uh, oh yeah. Well, here's the thing. The na- the neighborhood is the neighborhood has really like taken a turn. It's 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 tough, but like they hold on to it and they really keep the family home up, which is beautiful. Wow. But I think about it and for a long time, I had to like shut the door on that chapter of my life. Because there was so much pain and so much hurt and so much suffering associated with all of it. You know, because you talk about all those messages you see in Times Square of like what you should look like and who you should be and all that kind of stuff. When you grow up asset limited and you can't have like the latest jeans or the cool T-shirt or the sneakers that aren't generic from, you know, Kmart or whatever, you know, there was just a lot of guilt and shame and all this stuff. And so I shut the door and I walked away. But when I really began to truly feel the fullness of my life is when I opened that door back up because we are the ones who get to assign the meaning to our life. Absolutely. Right? And so we choose the filter through which we run it. And, and if my filter is simply like, look at these roots that taught me resilience and taught me how to overcome obstacles and how to turn you know, adversity and challenges into lessons and blessings, right? L- let's look at that. If I can help one more person in the world do that by owning that part of my story, then amen. Like I've lived out my life's purpose, Mm. right? In fact, one of the things Loretta and I were talking about right before I hopped on was that we are our purpose. Um, I worked with a life coach for a while, Alexis Pierce. She's an amazing woman, Um, but she talks about that a lot now, you know, that we are our purpose. We are our purpose. But to say that, you need to know who you are. So how do we get
0: to, how do we get to understanding who we are though?
1: You know, I, I thought about that for a long time and I realized that I'm going
0: to challenge you if I disagree, I'm going to, I'm going to go for it here. Let's go.
1: Yeah. I honestly, I think it's shutting off the, the, the external stuff, like learning to kind of turn inward and to really figure out what your internal navigation system is in this life. So recently I mean, I've been on this journey for a while now, ever since my son was born almost three years ago. I've been really big on figuring out like, what are the core values that guide my life? What mm-hmm. is What is what what is that internal GPS that I could like put any decision through and go like, yeah, that's wrong direction. Um, and I did like, all of a sudden it came to me one day, I was like, I was thinking about it and dreaming about it and reflecting on it and writing on it. And I woke up one morning and I started to write out these values and I can tell, I, I will share them because I know them by heart. Um, but I was drawing them in the form of a tree every day. And so recently, the person who's influenced this work so much for me is John Martini. He wrote the book, The Values Factor. And, um, and I got to work with a coach who worked directly with him, um, Jonathan Shagai. He was, he was actually up in New York. I was with uh, Jennifer Kim on a Seen Her uh, Paid Live event. It was actually at the Brooklyn Law School. Hile, file Hall, maybe? File Hall? Mm. Does that sound right? So we're in Brooklyn, you know, we all gathered and this was the work that we're doing. Like we're looking at ourselves as entrepreneurs and saying like, what are the values that guide us Mm -hmm. and, and how do we continuously use those values to guide us rather than all these external, you know, you got to go to school and get the job and get the grades and make the raises and like, you know, no, this life is shifting. It's changing. Yeah. If you, if you have a passion if you have a drive to get out there and share a message with the world like i'm not advocating that people don't go to school that's not what i'm saying but like you could you could skip a lot of things and you could just get out there in the world and make a living for yourself because you're willing to put your voice out there and live your passion so so i feel like we've got to shut down what those external expectations are stop allowing the you know i think freud used to call it what the super ego Right. Mm -hmm. Which is like, you know, your family, church, all this other stuff. Yes, we need to know that we are supported and accepted to some degree, but sometimes walking in our truth actually requires us to like shut a lot of that out and, and stay the course of what those values are for us. So that's part of it for me. It's not the whole answer, but I'm curious what your thoughts are because it sounds like you're pretty passionate about that. I do know that part of the answer is in the message that you share through this platform, which is that you have to take the lead yeah you have to be willing to get up every single day and do the daily humble work that nobody gets to see right you 've got you 've got to read you 've got to you 've got to inspire yourself you 've got to it 's got to come from within you 've got to have you know some burning desire to accomplish something on this planet whether it 's you know being the best parent you could be or you know being the best spouse you could be whatever it is um, there 's something that has to move you or else you know we end up in that category of people living. Quiet lives of desperation instead of these you know amazing lives of inspiration, mm. right yeah um, yeah, anyways i don't know, I don't know what are your thoughts on that because you said you would disagree with me if you didn't <laughs> yeah no
0: Anna. yeah, I mean, look, I think that um, I think that number one, we have to be honest with ourselves. I think yeah. that is so important, and I think that we need to you know if we if we agree with something then we need to agree with it, you know? Uh, Vocally, internally, externally. If we disagree with something, we have to uh, disagree with it internally, externally. Like, we have to be true to ourselves. And Mm -hmm. I think that we have something inside of us that we can trust, that we Mm -hmm. understand the Mm -hmm. difference between right and wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm very cautious about like going with, you know, I don't want to sway with whatever the world says because the world flip-flops and changes its direction whenever it changes its direction <laughs> with right. a new with a new hit song, you know what i mean? Like right. it's that quick. Yeah. And i think that you know there are there are truths and i believe that like you have to be honest with who you are as an individual and you need to understand that. And i think the first the first step to understanding that is like you mentioned before, vulnerability. If you mm-hmm. are unwilling to be vulnerable, it is it is it's a loss it's a loss because within the vulnerability at our deepest th- those dark moments like that's where we really discover who we are in yeah. our suffering is where we understand the value of who we are as a as an individual as a person as a human being it's in that suffering you know people ask about suffering all the time the reality is is that it doesn't matter who you are rich poor black, white, it doesn't matter, you know? People are going, if you're a human being and and you're alive in this world, you're going to suffer.
1: You're going to suffer,
0: right. It's how you deal with the suffering and it's the understanding of, you know, the value that that brings. Now, I also feel like what you aim for is going to be what
1: you get. Yeah,
0: yes. So, you know, if your aim is the bling bling and, you know, the beamer, yeah, you'll get that.
1: But yeah, but whether or not you live a life of fulfillment <laughs> is a totally different story. you know that it, that relates to like so you want to take this back to my roots, you know, mm. being buffalo Wayne, Wayne Gretzky's quote, right you miss you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yeah. Um, and that's and that's it. you've got to, you've got to have a vision too. That's another piece of it. You've got to have a vision for where you're headed. It's kind of I talk about um, I don't know if you know Brian Tracy's uh, work, The Flight Plan. But really? he talks about how, you know, when you get into, I, I have it on audio, but I think it's also a book. Um, but he talks about how, you know, you get into a plane and you've got, you've got actual coordinates, right, mm-hmm. wh- where you're going. Like, so you've got this vision where you're going. You don't get into the plane and just fly around. You can't do that in the airspace, right? You've got to, like, right. have some idea where you're going. You've got to check in with the towers and all that good stuff. So once you're in the plane, though, you know, the plane's off course 90% of the time, and you're making these minor adjustments to get yourself back on course, right? And like, and life is like that, right? We, we, have to, we have to have that vision, We've got to know where we're going. And then to me, those minor adjustments are like running all of these things through our value system, mm. you know? So like, you know, when I saw what you were doing here and connected with you, I was like, I absolutely want to do this, right? It was not a question. It was not like, "Oh, maybe I should do this, Maybe I should reach out to this guy you know, or you know when um when my girlfriend came to me and asked me to be part of this um, nonprofit work like going on in our area, it's so deeply aligned with who I am. it was not a question, right Where before I would do the things just because I needed to do those things, right like it was the right thing to do, yeah. And you've got to drop that. I think someone actually said something like that in the comments, like being able to drop that kind of stuff. Um, By the way, you have some great fire tenders. You've got like, you know, I see like Joe and Bria and Eddie and like all these people who come on. So that's amazing. Shout out to like the fire (laughs) tenders, right?
0: Fire Um, tenders. I love that. That's so cool. Well, to all the fire tenders out there, we love it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They're great.
0: That's um, awesome. You know, I also think that um, we have to allow for growth. I think yes. that one of the mistakes we make, uh, and I know that I made this mistake just growing up, and I think it's very common of people, is that, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old, we put the box up, right? And we have these rules that we live by in this box. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we make projections for what our 50-year-old self should be like, you know, and yeah. the reality is, is that, you know, when we get to 50, would we want a 20 year old making the decisions for us? Mm-hmm. Probably not.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I think
0: the important thing <laughs> here is that, you know, I say this often, I mean, I feel like I'm not going to say, you know, we don't know shit, but, um, but I feel like, you know, having this understanding of who you are and having the aim is is, is right on point but you've got to be willing to open up your mind and to grow throughout the process. Otherwise, yes. you will stay at that you know, 18 to 20 mentality while you're in your 30s, while you're in your 40s, and then you get to your 50s, and now you have no choice but to live within that box that you created. Because if you don't live in that box that you created, you'd open up a whole new box and say, what was wrong with me then? <laughs> and right. it'd be much more difficult to face your 50-year-old self. <laughs> than your 20 year old
1: self. Yeah, yeah. So I gotta tell you, you might love this book, um, Running From Safety mm. by Richard Bach, if you haven't read it. I'm gonna write it, it he, down,
0: Running running From
1: Safety? Running From Safety, yeah. He okay. also, most people know him because he wrote the book, um, Jonathan Livingston Siegel, okay. right? Um, but it's Jonathan Livingston Siegel. So he, so in that book, he is the 50, 60 year old self like sharing back with his, I think, six or nine year old self, like lessons from life. Yeah. Similar to what you're talking about. So yeah, definitely check that out. Absolutely amazing.
0: I will. I will check it out. But I feel like, you know, you just graduate and you you just graduate college and you feel like, yeah, you got all the answers and you know, and it's like, no, that's not the real world. Yeah. You know? The real world is like constantly being open to growth constantly reaching outside you know for for the discovery and i'm not gonna lie but like getting to know yourself it's difficult yeah you have to be willing
1: to face that person in the mirror for sure yeah and you know and on this topic too you know i want to share this is something i'm super passionate about which is 20 years ago even when i was in school so i studied psychology for undergrad um yeah, you know, we had this we had this paradigm that was like you studied adolescent you studied childhood up to adolescence, right? Yeah. And then you studied aging. And it was like there's nothing important in between. Mm. Where we have learned in these last 20 years how what you're talking about, growth and the ability to like life really begins, you know, when we leave college. Mm-hmm. We still have so much to learn. We've got so much experience to take in, and the reality is, our brains don't stop changing. As long as we're willing to continue growing, all of the science around neuroplasticity is that, like whatever you're willing to to do, whatever work you're willing to, um, you know, put in, you can change your mind to become whatever it is you want in this life. Mm. But well, you've got to be willing to do the work, yeah. right? But we can literally rewire our brains, which is why you can have people who, um, you know, again, I, I go back to my example, one of the developmental psychologists I worked with, she was like, you know, according to statistics, Melissa, you shouldn't be here. Like you should either be in jail or dead, hmm. right, with where you came from. Okay, thank you. But I made a lot, I made a series of choices along the way to choose to keep being more and doing more. but what I chose ultimately is to accept the fact that this will always need to grow. Yeah. It's always going to need to grow. I'm always going to have to look for ideas and, um, thoughts and questions that challenge me to be the next version of myself, to evolve into that next level of my life. And we don't do that by standing still. We don't do that by, you know, allowing status quo to take control of our lives. Yeah. It just doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, without your voice and, and uh, without standing for things, without making mistakes, you're, you're an invisible human. Yeah. Invisible in the world, you know. Yeah. And I hope that, um, you know, I, I, one of my goals for this whole, you know, I Choose series and this whole Facebook and our Instagram is to, you know, unite people and make people visible. Share their yeah. stories. Yeah talk about the vulnerable things, talk about the things that hurt and and how we got through them. Because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they stop growing. Something happens to them and they choose not to go any further because that door is too painful. It's too Mm -hmm. painful to open. It's easier to just stay here, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's safe, where they know. Even if it's painful and they're suffering, it, it's better than facing the unknown because this suffering is known. And fear, I think, plays a huge part in it. You know, I think that fear in our lives plays plays a huge part of it. And, you know, I'm a faith guy. I'm not afraid to say that at all. And uh, one of the things I like to say all the time is, you know, it says in the Bible 365 times, don't be afraid, one for every day of my life.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. How have you...
0: I want to talk about your own like what is like where you are right now where like what is is the meaning of of life and you don't have to say, I know it's a deep question I know we're still on the journey but like where you are today you know what is the meaning of all this
1: to live our purpose and leave an impact mm. I mean I, I think that that's that's the easiest way for me to say it now we could unpack that probably for hours
0: mm-hmm.
1: right. How do you define purpose? How do you find your purpose? Um, you know like w- what is impact? you know like what kind of impact do you mean like what what is the legacy you want to leave um, but but I think it starts with some of the things you are you've already talked about, you know, I think as humans we we crave. Uh, We crave connection, you know, and deep down, we crave the things you're talking about, which is to be seen and to be heard. Mm. And, you know, unfortunately, we spend a lot of time in life, kind of being shuffled through a process.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, it's why it's you know part of part of my um, my determination in in network marketing is to be able to homeschool my son, and. You know, and not in that way that he's not like he's not socialized and connected with the world because oh, I clearly I, I love that. that. I know it's crazy. And the like, out you, there. you have to
0: like defend yourself. Like
1: I homeschool my son, but nothing is not socialized. <laughs> right.
0: We take him out right. to the
1: mall, to the park, all sorts of places. <laughs> he yeah. sees other people these people I promise Um, but you know it's it's a different world than 30 years ago homeschooling but even then like you know we don't need to judge each other's decisions right anyways back to my point you know it's it's like uh, we 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 get shuffled through the process and you know I think about kids in school I think about my experience of school and you know although I had some great teachers and I had some great mentors um you know I also had a lot of experiences where it was just like you know Sit down, do your work, and get the job done.
0: Yeah. And
1: you know, and, and what we really need to be doing is like awakening. Uh, you know, what is inside of people? Like to truly educate is to draw forth that which we already know. Yeah. Uh, but somebody has to pull it out, right? It's not dumping stuff in there. You know, the more you dump in there, I got a lot of meaningless information that doesn't help me navigate this world in in any way, shape, or form. It's the work I've done in the last few years, quite honestly, that has really helped me actually navigate the world you know which is a lot of worlds on um or or a lot of the work on on like you know personal values vision all that kind of stuff is that your wife Susanna? it is okay (laughs) so I love it I love it she's like you know I want to homeschool I'm my child's best teacher absolutely right like we were we become their guides for a reason yeah and it's not that I don't believe in in you know systemic education it's just I think we've really lost sight of what that's all about um and and I, and I want to be able to um, create uh, an experience for my son where he can really question life yes. and think critically yes. about the world he's in. I mean, he's going to get a better education standing in Times Square than sitting <laughs> behind a desk.
0: Yeah. Well, let's be real. The education system is completely broken. I hated school. Yes. I did not go to college. Um, I, I just... I was never very—I don't think that I was the greatest student, um, but let's be real. It was set up many, many moons ago um, for factory workers, for people yes. to come in, to learn a trade, and to go work in the factory. That's what school was designed for. You sit down, you learn when to show up on time. If you're late, you get a demerit. You learn how to behave while you're there, and you learn that when you, you go home, you get, your little, you, know, you get your little lunch, your lunch, your snack, and you go home yeah and you do more some homework while you're at home and then you go back the next day yeah but like it is not set up for critical thinking it is not set up in a way that that brings people to look the world is changing today It's it's a different world that we live in i i'd be so bold as to say that by the time my children are of age i don't think college will be a very popular choice yeah you know? It's become another have,
1: financial, you know, yeah. institution. Yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah. have
0: people come graduate from college, enslaved in debt, can't get a job to pay off that debt, and
1: living in fear because they're the, the debt just weighs on them.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. not only that, but let's talk about like our young kids, at their most vulnerable. Oh my God! I'm
1: sorry. I have to interrupt you. Yeah. Go Loretta for it. said my life was interrupted by kindergarten. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> so I love that. I true. don't know Loretta, but I love that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but think yeah. about it. Like,
0: we take our children at the most vulnerable stages of their life, and we put them in the hands of a complete stranger who has yes. some curriculum that's been handed to them, and we're expecting <laughs> Einstein's out of this? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? I know. Me? Are I you know. Kidding me? So listen, I... I commend you. I mean, the fact that you can homeschool your children, I wish that I had the ability to do that. Um, Maybe my wife and I will talk about it after the show.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I want to talk to your wife. I'm like, she and I need to have a virtual coffee. And next time I'm down in New York, we got to get together. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I just, one of the things that I learned recently really blew my mind. It's this, Um, you know, we're using on average, like five to 10% of our brain. On a daily basis, right? Man, and so talk? I hate, I wish crazy. it could tap into more. Yeah, and you can. You can. Trying, right. You, you've got to like. Who's one of the best guys for that? Is um, uh, if Chris if Chris Felice is watching this, he could drop the name in in, on, in the Chris. comments. This is yeah. your moment. Oh God, who is it? I'll think of it before we get off. But you know, it's it's getting into that subconscious, right? Mm. Because. 95%, the other, that other part that we're not using is the subconscious. And that's really what's guiding us. That's why we can get up in the morning and do all the things we do without questioning. That's what autopilot's all about. It's all the stuff that's been laid down in the subconscious. So, to your point of like putting these kids in and like basically setting them up for like factory life, right? Like, here's how you learn how to take your 15 minute break and eat your lunch, and, you know? Um, but we laid down those tracks from the age of like two to six, seven, eight years old.
0: Yeah.
1: So to not have those children in our arms where we know that our values are being passed on, to know that our, um, you know, we're, that we're not there to assist them in how they, you know, filter the world. Like mm. for example, so so I'm really lucky because, um, my son's father and i are learning are learning how to co-parent really well right and so we have a schedule that complements each other uh, and it so it works but we were having this conversation the other day about how um our son was saying you know something about smacking somebody or something and we're like what he's two and a half years old he shouldn't be talking about smacking anyone he's not we pay attention to the things he watches and the things he's listening to and you know it's probably at the two half days of daycare that he goes to um you know if if the woman's like feeling overwhelmed by you know the the three kids that are there she might say like don't do that or i'll smack your hand or something like that Mm -hmm. you know but then what goes into the subconscious is like if i do this thing then i'm gonna get smacked you know Mm -hmm. or if you do this thing i'm gonna smack you right Mm -hmm. and that's the thing we have to be so careful about our language about how we communicate, they're, they're learning so much more than what we're teaching them in any given moment. They're taking in everything. Yeah. And that's what's laying down those tracks. That's yeah. what's governing the 95% of our brain. So, you know, we, it's something to really think about, yeah. something to really think about.
0: Yeah, totally. For everyone out there who's watching, um, definitely if you, if you like what's being talked about, tag a friend that needs to hear this conversation. Melissa, how do I pronounce your last name properly? Killily. Killily, okay. Is that yeah. Irish? Yes. Man, I, thought so.
1: <laughs> That's I thought so. I thought so.
0: There was a time when, no, I'm joking. Um, but yes, okay, cool, very cool. Well, I'm, I'm interested to know where everyone's watching from. I'd love to uh, do like a quick Q&A. Believe it or yes. not, this, this has been an amazing conversation. We've already been rocking it here for like 40 minutes.
1: I figured the name of the book.
0: <laughs> oh, what is it?
1: Breaking the Habit of Being You. Dr. Uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza,
0: breaking the habit
1: of being of you. Being
0: you, the habit yeah. of being you. Awesome. All right, so we've got running from the book. Running, running from, from safety. Running from yep. safety, breaking Richard the habit Bach. of being you. Being you, and then there was another one I didn't write it down.
1: Oh, Brian Brian Tracy's flight plan.
0: Brian Tracy's flight plan very nice (laughs) very cool well does anyone have any questions all right so let's see we've got people watching from we've got brooklyn in the house we've got lansing new york we've got center reach new york got a lot of new york tonight which is awesome um anyone have any questions for melissa please feel free to jump in here all right so i'm going to read some of these comments melissa as we're as we're rocking here um We've got love the ripple effect. So glad that I found this. That's from Loretta. Uh, we've got love where this conversation is going. Awesome! Yay! The meaning, dudes. I'm loving this so much. Uh, Arbon. Would you like to mention anything about Arbon?
1: Uh, you know, Arbon is how I get to do what I do. That's my financial vehicle.
0: I'm not familiar yeah. with Arbon. Tell me about it.
1: So health and wellness company, it's been around mm. for almost as many years as I've been on the planet, which is wild. Um, but it's just all about clean, healthy standards. You know, we, we do the best of everything when it comes to personal care, nutrition, all that kind of thing. But for me, the, the, biggest, the biggest thing, uh, the greatest product that we have to offer is the financial vehicle for people to go live their passion like this, right? Mm. I mean, what allows me to do this as work, sitting here with you right now? Is, is the fact that people are out there, you know, choosing a particular brand to wash their hair with and brush their teeth with and drink their protein shakes and energy drinks, right? I see a few of them on here. I see Christy, I see Loretta. Um, I saw Chris on here before. So, yeah.
0: Very cool, very cool. Um, we have no one's asking the questions because we're so busy trying to become what the advertisements tell us to be. That was from Bria. She was, on, she was uh, one of our guests, episode two, I think. Yeah. Yes,
1: I saw that. That yeah. was pretty
0: sick. Um, let's see. Most people want to be accepted and a part of something bigger than themselves. Okay. I think a big part of change is losing the bad pride. Judging yourself is okay. And changing without, and then I can't read anymore. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right, so let's see if there's any questions coming in here. We've got Eddie's wife, Kimmy is also a consultant, Arborn. Do you guys know each other?
1: No, I don't. But that's no. amazing. I love it. I love Have you seen Eddie's video? I choose Hope? Yeah.
0: Okay, very cool. Well Eddie's wife, Kimmy, she's awesome. She's in there at the very, very end, and she is a consultant for Arborn.
1: I cried I cried after that video. Yeah. It was amazing. Oh yeah?
0: All right, <laughs> good. Well I mean look, to be honest with you, I I'm I'm blessed and I'm grateful to know Eddie and to be able to be the guy to like share his story, we have nine more lined up that are about a variety of different topics. Like we have I Choose Joy, which is about faith and family. We have I Choose Forgiveness. We have I mm. Choose Life, which is about suicide prevention. We have um, just I Choose Kindness, which is about a Jewish woman who lives in Israel. I think that's phenomenal. I can't wait to film that.
1: Oh my gosh, that, that's
0: amazing. And and it ends with I Choose Kindness. I think it's gonna be just really, really cool. Um, let's see here. All right. Well, I don't think we have any other questions. Is there anything else Melissa that you that you really wanted to get across um you know here tonight? I'm I'm really grateful. I love the topics that we discussed. Is there anything important that you really just wanted to to say because we had a lot of people tuning in tonight?
1: I think I think the thing that is so important to me you said right in the very beginning which is that we all have something inside us that we can trust. Mm. Right? And we need to get back to that. We need to find it. It gets, it gets buried in all of the things that we pick up through the years of our lives. You know, that the messages from media and all of these external sources. And if we could just kind of like peel it away, what we find is that voice that we can listen to, that knows the way, that knows how to get to where we're going. It is, it is discovering, you know, your values and your vision and allowing those things to guide you. But that voice knows right that's just figuring out the vision and the values is just putting words to it the voice knows period like we have that connection to our greater source whether it's god whether it's the universe whatever it is you want to call it um we all have it and so just know that because i know for me like in my darkest times in life that's what kept me going like that's it was like knowing like i'm here as a spark of that i'm here connected to that it's like um, you know when we say Namaste after yoga, so many people don't realize that what we're doing is acknowledging the divine within you and me hmm. and and, that's, and and that's our connection to to the universe, to God to our higher power so just trust it
0: you know one one thing I just I have I feel in my heart I have to comment on what you just said yeah. is I think that there are people out there who you were talking about you know finding themselves and being buried underneath all this shit that the world has put on them and all the stuff they've gone through. For anyone out there who's who's like, as they start uncovering it, they say, man, I can't do this anymore because of the shame. Something maybe that they've done. Like mm-hmm. forgiveness is key to development. It is yes. absolutely necessary. Not only for you to forgive yourself, because I know that's a big thing right now, right? Forgive yourself for everything you've done. I get it. That's, mm-hmm, that's the trend mm-hmm. right now. But like, yes, yeah, seriously, forgive yourself and also forgive others. Forgive people who have hurt you, for people who have, who have done you wrong. And for people that you've done wrong, seek forgiveness. In this little piece, you know, of, of choosing to forgive, as hard as that is, it's where we can we can truly go to the deepest depths of our being, you know. Mm-hmm. It's the escape. It's taking the handcuffs of the world off and moving forward. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness. I just I don't know. It was on my heart. How to say that?
1: So to that point, um, I want I I would love I would love to leave this like last thing that I love to like run everything through when I when I feel anger when I feel hurt when I feel like I want to blame or I want to finger point or anything, there's this, there's this little voice that always bubbles up that says, you know, everyone is always doing the best with what they have at the time. Mm. And if we could learn to trust that on every level from, you know, our spouse, significant other to the president of the United States. That's a tough one. Um, but on every level. Show. <laughs> this is not a political show. But if we could learn to trust that on every level truly and have compassion and look through the eyes of compassion, then w- we, could, we could create so much more in this world in terms of connection and healing um, and supporting one another rather than constantly building walls and shutting people out. That's not the answer. Mm. Um, so I, I would love to just leave people with that. And for the people who are watching, if you guys would all share this because you know I take a challenge personally. So... <laughs> This page I choose had 945 people who liked it and 979 people following it. So if you would help us get to a thousand before the end of this night, I, 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 I'll send you a present.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I will send Melissa a T-shirt, whichever one she would like to have. I um, love it.
1: No, I wanna get a hat. I'm gonna get a hat. Yeah, you want a hat? Yeah. Alright, cool. I'm, well, I'm we'll, gonna go get a
0: hat. We'll make sure we work we work that out. Listen, I Melissa, I'm so grateful. Thank you. Would you be on the show again if we if we have another opportunity in a couple yeah, of months? I would love I'd to love, I'd love to catch up. Um I'm really grateful. I mean, right now we've got like we're booked all the way into February, which is great. So great, great. way to start twenty nineteen. I wasn't sure how this is gonna go, but people wanna keep telling their stories, people wanna keep sharing. I say we keep doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. And thank
1: you for doing all the great work you do.
0: Uh, well, thank you. Thanks for coming on. And um, yeah, for everyone out there, follow Melissa. She's awesome. Um, oh, thank you. I, I'm really, really grateful. Thanks for this wonderful show. So,
1: Thank you. And we'll thanks, guys. Thanks, soon. all the fire tenders. Yeah, talk soon. All right. Thanks so much for
0: listening, everybody. If you love what we're doing at the I Choose series, please subscribe to this podcast. Follow us on both Instagram and Facebook at the handle at I Choose Series. You can also visit our website, www.ichose.one, because it's one choice that will change our life forever.